listening to Bricks and Clicks, presented by MarketScale, with your host, Jennifer Kalo Ruskin. Hey guys, happy 2021. I know a lot of you are really, really, really relieved to finally be on the other side of what 2020 is. And then I think for a lot of us, we're like, mm, nothing's really changing. It's also getting even more crazy. Um, but you know, we're in for a year. And what I found at the beginning of every year is I like to sit down, kind of evaluate how my previous year has gone and then become super intentional in order to create the next year. So I wrote a blog post several years ago and I'll make sure that I link it into the notes below. Um, uh, however you're finding me, if you're listening to me on Spotify, um, you can look up my blog. I don't, I don't know if we have show notes on Spotify. If we do, fantastic. We'll put it in the show notes. If we don't, it's jenniferkaloreskin.com forward slash best steps manifest successful year. That seems like a lot. Anyway, hopefully you can find it. But if not, I'm going to run you through this anyway. We're going to do it together. So I want to talk about my best steps to manifest a successful year and exactly how I do it. And so we're going to talk about three different things today. One, how to create a list of goals that then turn your goals into reality. Two, how to calendar out those goals in order to achieve them. And then how to end 2021 feeling successful in both your, both your personal and professional accomplishments. So when you set aside some time, I used to take an entire day to do this. Now that I've done it so often, I can usually crank it out in a few hours. Um, step one would be take some time, whatever that means for you, to, to reflect on the year that you just ended. Maybe you have a physical calendar. So I kind of keep both. I have a physical planner where I literally write down everything that I do. So here was today. I contacted LegalZoom. I'm updating my will and my trust and a bunch of other just legal things. So I had a chat with them this morning. I need to have a call with a client. I have another call it in just a few hours. And so I just, I have to take my boys to the dentist. And you know, what's funny is, um, although I knew about the dentist, I've gotten reminders about the dentist. Somehow the dentist didn't make it on my calendar. And as I was calendaring out today and writing it down, I'm like, oh crap. I have to take my kids up to Bentonville, uh, right by Walmart home office to have a dentist appointment. I also love a physical calendar because I'm going to share something with you. You can actually see your entire month. So here is my entire month of January. we got a lot going on. I'm leaving town a few times. I'm going to go visit my mom um, and grandma needs to see the boys. She hasn't gotten to do Christmas with them. So we're going to meet up and do that. And then at the end of the month, I'm going to spend a whole week in Florida. The kids are going to do school at the beach. So it's, an, it's really important to have something that you can look back on. That's the reason I started talking about calendars. Whether you have a Google calendar and I have mine open, I'm not even sure that you can go back a whole year, but I would assume that you could. So you would want to maybe filter on month. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to see if I can even go back to January. If not, my recommendation may be that you guys need to get a physical calendar to write crap down to. Yeah. 
So it looks like all my reoccurring meeting planners, the, the big meetings that I had, they're all still there. So that's awesome. So then I would say, go ahead and look back at what you did last year. Do like a little mini audit on your calendar. What worked, what didn't work. When you think about your goals that you had for last year or your, your word of the year, I always have a word of the year. Did you reach it? So for example, my word of the year last week, last week, last year was profit. I wanted to be super numbers focused. And although I didn't, I, I don't feel like I achieved it 100%. I probably achieved it 60 or 70%. I, I wanted to have quarterly meetings with my CPA. That happened twice last year. So didn't meet, didn't meet every quarter. And it was his fault as well as mine. He just was not organized enough. Um, and I didn't force the meetings to happen and I should have. So those are some things that um, I wish I could go back and do differently. But when I ended the year just a few weeks ago, and I'm looking at my PL, I was like, oh crap, this is awesome and not so awesome. And that it is my most profitable year I've ever had in business. Where do I put all this money? Or I'm going to pay shit ton of taxes on them. So it was some really cool things where I got to pay off credit cards at the end of the year, maybe give some bonuses out. Those were some ideas that I had with my team. Where do I want to invest back in my business? Is there a laptop I need to buy? So for me, it was really important to be thinking about how do I squeeze more profit out of my business and not just by limiting expenses, but spending money in a smarter way um, and then conserving the rest of it. And I did all the things I wanted to do. I mean, maybe I traveled a lot less and so that helped on my profit. But anyway, I don't wanna go too deep into me. This is about you. So what is your word of the year? For me this year, my word is balance. And so if I think about my end goal of in December of 2021, I'm gonna look back at my calendar and I'm gonna say, Jen, did you achieve balance? Balance in your workouts, balance in taking care of yourself, balance and showing up for your family. I have to start putting those things in place right now in January in order to look at December and say, I, I achieved a freaking awesome year and I can cross balance off the list and then come up with another fun word for next year. Okay. Or your goals, just take a look at your goals. Did you meet them? So, so look at your calendar and see, did your calendar and the things that you physically did every day, every week, every month, every quarter, did it support the goal that you wanted to have? And if it didn't, that's totally okay because you're going to have a whole, you have a whole fresh year to do it now. And I'm going to show you how to physically make it happen. The word manifest can seem super woo woo to a lot of people. All it means is you have a goal, a desire, a wish, a dream, a thing you want to buy or have or a thing you want to do, and you freaking make it happen. To make it happen is to manifest. It doesn't have to be magical and woo. It's just that's what the word means. So we're going to talk about manifest, how to create out of nothing the thing that you want to have at the end of the year, the things you want to do in this year. So we're going to be talking about that. So the first thing that we talked about is reflect on 2020, reflect on the previous year and did it turn out the way that you wanted? You're going to probably have a list of things that were like, this was a shit show. <laughs> People died. We had to stay home, blah, 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 blah. But what's your other side of the list? 
I spent more time with my family. I got to actually see and learn who my kids were and they're freaking hilarious. Um, we took some little mini vacations to cabins in the woods so that we could still be in isolation, but it was so fun to be in a new place. And hey, we learned that we really love nature. I mean, there's some really amazing flip sides of everything. And then think about too, the positive things that you did for yourself, for your mental health, for your physical body, for your business that then turned into the magic that was last year. Okay, so we're, we've talked about creating a list of goals for this year that you wanna create. Okay, so we talked about last year, let's talk about this year. What do you freaking wanna do this year? What do you wanna do? What is your goal? And I want you to start making a list of those goals and we're gonna turn them into reality. So next, we are going to take out our calendars and we're gonna put stuff on them. Um, we are going to physically manifest this year. Okay, so the first thing I want to do is I want to show you this super cute little calendar system that I love. Okay, so I'm weird and I'm super visual. And so I really, really like to see my year all in front of me. This was way more important when I traveled a lot, where every quarter I was going somewhere, whether it was a personal uh, vacation or it was a conference. I did a lot of that. So that's kind of different. I want to share my screen with you guys so you can see what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> You're like, what is all of this? There's a lot going on in my calendar. Okay. Let's talk about calendars. I mean, computer. Um, this blue sky calendar, which I will link in our show notes here with market scale, Spotify, people that are listening don't know. Hopefully there's some links below for you. I don't manage Spotify, the team does. So hopefully it's in there. I love blue sky calendars on Amazon. I love it on Amazon because I get it in two days. I love blue sky because their prints and their, um, their designs are super cute. I believe this was the calendar I had maybe last year. It's already off my wall. I took it off like Q4. I was like F this year. Like <laughs> I don't even need this calendar. I'm going to throw it away. Um, but, and I haven't bought one for this year, but if you like to have a big physical yearly calendar on your wall, these are my favorite. So there's a couple designs here for the big wall designs. You can also come up here and you can check out like if you're really into palm trees or animals or whatever, they have them all categorized by collection. And then you just choose which system is your favorite. So if it will load, I will show you. I think something's happening here. Yay! So great place to buy your daily planner, yearly planner. Um, I see they don't have a wall calendar in the palm, but you know, I, I tried. I tried to show you what I thought it might be. Um, so, so that's a great idea to physically have your goals and your year set out in front of you. Okay, I want to go back to my notes and talk to you about what we're gonna do next. Okay, so what I always do when I'm calendaring, so you have the whole year in front of you. Oh, one thing, when you're looking at your calendar from last year, I want you to make some notes about things that you did that were a really big waste of time or not a value add or not, or didn't add to your bottom line in your business. Maybe it's you attended some kind of a meeting. Again, this was COVID, so I don't know how many actual in-person things there were. Maybe you attended a virtual summit every single Friday for an entire year. And by the end of the year, you were like, this is ridiculous and I'm not getting anything out of it. 
I want you to delete it out of your calendar for this year. If you have subscriptions to things where you're supposed to be learning something online or doing an online course or doing an online whatever, and you're not utilizing it and it's costing you money anyway, cancel that thing so that this year your whole calendar can open up and be a blank slate for anything that you want to do. Okay, so once you've done that, now you're ready to do this exercise with me. Step one, plan time away. Yes, I know that this is, you know, coronavirus and quarantine, but you can get a cabin in the woods. Like you can find a place, you can VRBO a home. You can find a way to get out of your surroundings, especially now that we're working from home, living from home, schooling from home, working out from home, like we are here all the time. And there's something to getting away and not having the dishes and not having the laundry and not having the dog and not having the responsibility of all the daily life that is so good for your soul. So what I typically do and what I encourage you to do is to plan one getaway per quarter, minimum. If that feels like a lot, maximum. One single getaway every single quarter. Look on your calendar, find a three-day weekend. Like uh, in January, we have like Martin Luther King Day. Uh, for March, it could be, you know, maybe you do your first quarter in March for spring break and you promise to take the kids out of the house I don't know, into the woods, buy an ocean, rent a house on the ocean. That's what we're going to do at the end of January. It is so much more affordable than you would think. And um, it's just so good for your soul. And then when you're there, freaking unplug. Tell your team, tell your work, tell your manager, I will not be working. I will not be taking my computer. I'm going to completely disengage. I mean, if you want, turn off all the social media on your phone. I don't know. Be totally present and have that time away. Now, I believe in two types of getaways. And because you're gonna be doing this quarterly, let's say that you break them in half, 50-50. One type of getaway is with the kids. We call those trips because they're a freaking ton of work, but it's magical and it's really important for your kids to have one-on-one -on -one time with you. I know um, back in January of 2019, which really wasn't that long ago, two years ago, um, we took the kids for Christmas, their big Christmas present was a trip to New York. And believe it or not, guys, I found round trip tickets to New York from Arkansas for $250 a piece. Again, I know a lot of us aren't traveling. I haven't been on a plane in over a year and a half. I get it. But what I mean to say is that trip was so important for my kids. And my youngest one would look up at me during the day and be like, mom, thank you so much for taking us here thank you so much for just spending time with us. I mean, like little simple things like that. And you can do that anywhere. It doesn't have to be New York. In fact, don't go to New York because they don't want us to be there right now. But go to the ocean, go to the mountains, go to a local, uh, you know, VRBO house, anything that has a pool maybe, or a hot tub, like get yourself out of your house um, and, and away from work where you can, and away from all the house chores where you can completely focus on those babies of yours, on those kids, on those teenagers, whatever they are, look them in the eye, have you know meals with them and ask them questions about what's going on in their life. That's really important. Now, do you wanna have a trip four times a year? No, like I need to, I need to take care of me too. So the other kinds of time away that I plan is with my husband husband, partner, spouse, whatever is relative for you and relevant, whatever makes sense. 
Um, maybe it's you alone. I freaking love a trip alone. I, I miss my work trips where it was just me in a new city getting to explore. Um, you do you and what's right for you and you figure out what kind of time away makes the most sense. But what I do is I do one or two trips with the kids and one or two trips, you know, with the husband and we do everything that nourishes us. So like with the kids, I can't go have spa days, right? With the kids, I don't eat at the five-star restaurants or stay at the five-star resorts because they don't appreciate it. They don't give two craps. Like they don't care. They just want to go to the like local holiday inn that is kid-friendly that doesn't, you know, make them feel like they're not wanted there. So that's the kind of trips we do with them. With my husband, we do the resorts, we do the spas, we do the fancy, you know, dining, we do the, we go take long walks all throughout cities and explore where my kids are not into that. And especially the youngest is the legs are really small, short. So like, it's tough for him to walk through New York. Um, that, that was an interesting trip, but he loved it. Um, so think about that. So one idea that I really had so much fun with my kids um, a year ago, I guess pre-COVID, not funny how now we're going to be talking about our lives pre-COVID, post-COVID, you know, during COVID. Uh, before COVID, I took the kids, that, so the year before, so that was 2019, and I have a, my grandmother and my aunt both live in Savannah, which is right by Hilton Head. And I, it was my second trip, I think, to Hilton Head. And my kids just freaking loved it. Like they spent the whole day riding bikes and swimming and we'd play board games at night. And we, um, we went and we went on this dolphin excursion and, you know, maybe those are some fun ideas that you can have. Hit me up if you need any vacation ideas, especially like in the Florida or on the East coast. I've done quite a bit there. Um, so much fun. And then, you know, with my husband, we've done some really interesting things, uh, where we've, we've been to, I'm just trying to think of what we've done. Like, um, I love, we have a, a resort called Big Cedar Lodge in Missouri that we really love. It's kind of hoity-toity and the kids don't value it. So I don't allow them to go with us anymore. Um, we've been to some really interesting places like in West Palm Beach, we stayed in this hotel that was like real dark and kind of sexy lighting and had like infinity pools and you know, that kind of stuff. stuff. Okay, so number one, on your new calendar, you're going to plan time away, some time with your kids and your, you know, bigger family, and then some time with just you yourself or you and your partner. Okay. The second thing that I want you to do on your calendar is invest in your education. How do you level up yourself in whatever, whatever space you're in or whatever space you want to be? So let's, I can use me as an example again. Um, I'm a CEO, I'm a business owner, I have a team, I'm in business, I'm specifically in retail, and then even more specifically work with Amazon and Walmart. So there are tons of online courses that I can take to be smarter in Amazon, to be um, you know, better at, at working with Walmart. Um, I could invest my time in how to be a, a, an incredible woman-owned CEO. I used to go to Rachel Hollis's RISE conferences when we had live events um, and just being around other like-minded women CEOs was amazing and I learned so much. Um, and maybe you wanna do something for yourself that's just fun, that broadens your horizon. So this year, I have a couple of things I wanna do just for me. One is I bought this really nice camera last year thinking that my husband was going to be my photographer. That didn't work out too well. So I want to learn how to take pictures. I want to learn how to use that incredible camera. 
I bought a light box and I want to learn how to use the light box. Even if I'm not the photographer for our company, I want to know how to do it in case I need to do it. And we certainly have clients that need better photography work. And I'd love to be able to say, let me get that, you know, I'll, I'll shoot that for you this week. So I think that would be fun. Um, what else did I have on my list? Oh, I want to learn how to make candles. No idea why that seems interesting to me. Feels a little like witchy and old school. And I don't know, I'm really into that. So I want to learn how to make a candle. Um, there's some other things over the years where I've learned to like build my own apothecary and like how to use herbs and healing. And I've taken Reiki classes last year. I, I got my Reiki one and Reiki two certifications. Maybe this year I'll do Reiki three. I don't know. My good friend, Anna, she's going to take some, some yoga classes and learn how to be a, a yin yoga teacher. There's a side of us too, that needs to be nurtured. That's just us us as humans, whether you're a man or a woman or a wife or a husband, like take all those labels off. Just us as humans want to progress and want to do something that's not work related. <laughs> and I encourage you to invest in your education. So step two would be get curious about what you want to learn this year just for you. Maybe you join a book club or a wine club or whatever um, and put those things on your calendar. So like sign up for them, figure out when they meet, calendar it out. So we've locked in two things so far on our calendars. The first thing being time away, most important thing you can put on there and you lock that sucker in. One thing I didn't mention on time away, it's really easy to pre-book and not pay through Expedia. So it's called book now, pay later, I think. And you can even filter on hotels or resorts or VRBOs that allow you to pay later. And then you just lock them in now. You don't even have to put money down. So that's typically what I do. Um, and then I just save up the money so that whenever we get there, I can pay cash. Great idea. There's also amazing programs like I think Afterpay. I can't remember if Expedia uses Afterpay or one of the other programs, um, but super low interest rates, like zero, one, two percent, something like that. And then you just um, can have the the amounts deducted from your account until it's time to go. And it might be like, you know, less than $100 a month that you just have this amazing vacation. You can book your car, you can book your airline, everything. So that is my number one tip for booking those trips away to investing in your education. So now we've got you taken care of. The next time, the next thing, number three, is scheduling some strategy time. So I do this a few times a year. You know, it's probably best that you do it quarterly. I probably do it twice a year where I look at my business and I'm like, am I happy with what's happening? Am I charging enough? Do we have enough clients? Do we have too many clients? Are we getting clients in that are not ideal? And if so, what am I doing to cause that magnetism to my non-ideal client to come in? And I really kind of evaluate what's happening with my business. I look at my financial flow and I say, what do I want to tweak? So build in some strategy time. Since it's already the beginning of the year um, or only the beginning of the year and we still have four more quarters, why don't you go ahead and schedule in some strategy time quarterly? Maybe for you, it's the fourth Friday of every quarter. That would work even with Christmas because that would get you in like the last Friday of the year. So I think that's a great idea. Fourth Friday of every quarter, build in half a day strategy time 
or whole day strategy time. And if you can't do it at home, um, maybe book a, a room at your library. If your libraries are open, you could um, book a room at a hotel where it's just you. You could rent a little house and do a VRBO. It's totally up to you. Um, but that's when you want to get down you know, your, your notebooks and those big, cool, like wall dealies, the big sticky notes that go on the wall where you can just write everything out and have it all there to look at. Super fun. Um, I would also encourage if you are going to do quarterly meetings with your accountant or CPA, go ahead and put that in here too. And then make time, make sure that you have reviewed your numbers with them before you do these strategies. So maybe I'm just thinking about, again, flow and how you could calendar that out. Maybe it's the second Friday of every quarter that you book the time with your CPA and you sit down and you look at numbers so that the next Friday you've had time to kind of digest everything and then you can create the strategy to change what you don't like or grow what you do like. Okay, number four. Number four is, and you're still looking at your calendar, plan big events. Now, the great thing about listening to this or watching this video, listening on Spotify, however, market, uh, how, however you are consuming this information, there's a pause button. So feel free to work through this with me as I keep giving you ideas and just pause the video, put it on your calendar, pause the video, put it on your calendar, hit go again, pause the video, put it on your calendar so you can work through all this. Step four is plan big events. Now, there may not be big events already planned in your life for 2021. There may be. So these are big events like weddings, retirements, graduations, retreats. Um, I'm in a women's program where I know that we have a retreat in uh, March. And so I can go ahead and put them in the calendar so that they're not a surprise during the year. Okay. Step five, now this is business related. I want you to plan your work launches if you're launching anything big. For me this year, I don't plan on any launches. It's the first year I've ever done this. I have found uh, for myself and for my business that after trying to constantly change and tweak and like reiterate and like do all the things to do something different, what I've been doing for six years works. <laughs> So I've, I'm chopping off all the things from my last year's calendar that didn't work, wasted time, wasted life force, didn't grow my PL, didn't grow, didn't grow my business, and I'm hacking all of that off. But for you, if you are launching a new product line or launching a new business, or um, maybe you have like, a, I'm getting lots of emails right now for like, you know, nine week courses or whatever you have going on in your world where you may want to launch it. I want you to go ahead and plan that out. Put it on the calendar, plan some pre-launch time, plan some down post-launch time. Typically, if I go through a big launch, I'm exhausted at the end of it and you kind of need to take a few days. So maybe you take Friday through Monday off just to regroup. Okay, number six, now we're at six, plan your personal goals. Now, this is when we get to go back to like the fun stuff. So at the beginning, I was like, plan your vacations and dream big. And where do you want to go on vacation? This is the fun stuff that's little, but, but makes a huge world of difference to how you're showing up every day. So get granular on your daily or weekly or monthly goals. Like, do you want to lose weight? Then commit to work out X number of times per week. Hire a trainer. Start a yoga pro practice. <clears throat> Do you need to create or up-level your self-care? So some ideas would be 
Maybe you do weekly or biweekly massages, acupuncture, salt tanks, um, anything that can help release stress from your body. Um, what I would recommend for this kind of thing, and I'll tell you what I do, what, what works for me is lots of self-care because um, these shoulders are holding up a hell of a lot. They're holding up my kids, my ex-husband, my current husband, um, my entire team, all my clients, probably a lot more than that, the dog, like it feels like a lot of that I'm holding and you're holding at least that much, if not more in your life. And if we're not okay, we can't show up in the way that we want to show up. And if you follow me at all on social media, almost every post is about self-care because I believe in it more than I believe in just being good at what you do. You've got to show up well. So I do every single week. And I like to color code this on my calendar. I get kind of geeky about it. So anything for Jen on my calendar is pink. Anything that's for Jen for self-care. And I had started out last year getting, I want to say a few years ago, I started with just monthly massages. So I've probably been doing at least monthly massages for four years now. And my business has, I don't know, 8X since I started. So I promise there's an ROI in this. And I started from monthly massages. And then last year I started to do bi-monthly and then somewhat throughout the year, I found like in between those bi-monthly massages, I get so stiff and I'd be so looking forward to the next one that I was finally like, screw it. Why can't I just do it every single week? So what I do is I switch massage therapists. I have two of my favorite one. That's just fantastic. And does a great massage and makes me feel completely zen by the end of it. And then the other one who, um, Andrea is her name, Jen is the other one. Andrea really works on spiritual stuff as well as like really digs into all my part. Like I feel so good when I'm done, but it's a different massage than Jen. So I like to switch them out. And I found with both of them that now every week I can know going into the week that around Wednesday or Thursday, so each week kind of changes a little bit um, based on a therapist, I know I'm going to be taken care of physically. And that's just massages. So that's to like, that helps me release all the stress from the workouts too that I put on my body. So I'm working out about six, five to six days a week. Uh, five days a week with a trainer, the sixth day I do on my own. I have two off days. So that's not, that doesn't work, does it mathematically? Um, I have two semi off days. Sunday I take completely off or Wednesday I take completely off. Sunday I usually do like a yoga or something. Um, it's still work. It's still movement, but it's really, really easy on my body and restorative, which is what I need after I'm lifting weights and running. I bought a Peloton in December. It arrived at my house and I've been running almost every day. So it really, that restorative work is important. Um, so these are all things that for me personally, help me show up better, feel really good, um, change my body. One of my goals last year was to get to my goal weight, still not there, still a goal for this year. Um, and I just continue to refine. So for you, let's get back to you, your calendar. I want you to start to schedule right now on your calendar. When are you going to get to the gym? When are you going to have massages? When are you going to get your hair colored? When are you going to, if you're a woman, like, do you do eyelash extensions? Do you get your nails done? I don't know what you like to do. Do you get facials? I get facials every other week. Do you do um, Botox? I don't know. Um, and I like men, I don't even know what you do, but you find what's relevant for you. 
put it on your calendar and then immediately go ahead and send a note. Usually you can email or text or even call your service provider and go ahead and set up reoccurrences. So it's, let's pretend it's January 15th or 30th at this point, you go ahead and you schedule your February stuff. And then say when you're either on the phone or when you go and you pay at the end of your session, when you show up, say, hey, I want to make this a, a reoccurring thing. Can you do, you know, can you get me in every Wednesday or can you get me in every other Wednesday or can you get me in, um, you know, the last Friday of each month? I don't know. You guys figure out how to put this on your calendar because when you get to December 2021 and you look back at your year, I want you to be able to say, not only did I rock my business, not only did I show up for my family and my kids well, but I took care of me. I took care of me and I feel good and I lost the extra weight and I'm stronger than I've ever been. And, you know, when I do get to get back in an airplane, my butt is going to fit so good in that airplane seat, I'm not going to need the extender or whatever. I'm making a lot of this up, but I've been there. Like I have barely fit in a plane seat before. I have um, been worried that at Disney World that I can get the bar all the way. Y'all, I never want to be that in my life ever again. I want to be fit and I want to, I can now, I can outrun my kids. I can outlift my kids like with weights. I am strong and it's cool because it's, it's making them step up. Like my 12 year old is now lifting weights. Like he is so excited about how he can transform his body. So if you're also feeling a little bit of guilt about this particular subject, I want you to think about how when you take care of you, how it cascades to your whole family. My husband has never ran a day in his life and he is now running every day thanks to that Peloton that I bought. It's worth it. I'm gonna take a quick drink and we're gonna keep going. Okay, so now I'm so proud of you. You made it to the end of this. You made it. You are going to have the best freaking 2021 because you put all of your things down on your calendar. Now, all you have to do is show up and do it. I think about that when I go to the gym, especially at the beginning when I freaking hated working out. And I don't always love to run now, but I know all I have to do is just bring my body. I just bring my body. I freaking show up. I do the work. I can go home and then I can sit on the couch for the rest of the day if I want to. Same thing here. You do everything that you put on that calendar and you treat it as it's sacred. You don't ever cancel anything unless it's an emergency. So what happens now that you have this beautiful calendar, it's all ready. You've got your reoccurring meeting planners the whole year set up. When people like, let's say um, a client asks you for a meeting, you look at your calendar and you give them only what's free. If they say to you, hey, I really want to do Friday the last day of the month at the time of your massage, you go, no, I'm sorry, I'm already booked at that time. How about two o'clock or how about Monday? Um, one other thing that I'd love to challenge you, this is like bonus round. See if it's possible. If you don't work for someone else, if you work for yourself, this is the thing you can do. If you work for someone else, I don't think you could make this possible. But I was challenged a few years ago by one of my mentors to take every Friday off. So I work four day weeks. And Friday is typically one of my personal days, whether it's self-care, yoga, hiking, um, maybe uh, journaling, thinking about my business, whatever. Like I, I typically do a little bit of work, but I try to take every Friday off, which means I show up hard and strong four days a week. And then Friday gets to be my day to breathe. 
for you, maybe Friday is your self-care day. And you know, if you can get through Monday through Thursday and work hard and show up for everybody the way you need to, Friday is your day. So that would be my bonus. If you got through this whole calendar exercise and that feels good to you, then all you have to do is set a reoccurring planner every Friday and you block off the entire day and you just don't schedule any meetings there. One last tip is Calendly. I will put it in the notes. If you're listening and there's nothing in your notes, go to Calendly, C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y. It is my favorite resource for keeping my calendar on track. Calendly integrates into all the major calendars. I use Gmail, so of course it's integrated. And, and then you can give your Calendly link to clients, to your boss, to anyone that needs to book on your calendar, and they only see availability. You get to tweak on the back end what that availability looks like. You get to tweak how much time you have in between meetings. You get to tweak what days of the week you want people to even be able to meet on, to, to, to book on your calendar. I love too that you can create different calendars. So if I have, let's say coaching, I offer coaching for Amazon and Walmart, and I know I need a two hour block, and I know it's gonna take a lot out of me to show up really well for two hours, then I can block an hour or two in between those slots or say, I only wanna do one a day. So you can have different calendars based on, I only need a 30 minute meeting, or I know I'm gonna need a two hour chunk kind of thing. Guys, I hope that this was helpful for you. I have thoroughly enjoyed reviewing the steps to, to manifest your best year. I promise that these steps work. I've done them year after year after year after year. And every year by the end of the year, I become a better person because I showed up in the little steps. I showed up daily in conquering my goals because the goals were calendared in, in conquering up-leveling my self-care because the self-care was there in taking the trips and being kind to myself because it's all calendared. It becomes so easy to just show up for your life because you just bring your body and you do it. Hope this is awesome and helpful for you. Talk to you next time.